You are listening to Astrology, the Amateur Astrologers podcast. Welcome back, Masters of Ass and Amateurs of Astrology. I'm Audrey. And I'm Rachel. Hi, everybody. Hello. We did it. I'm so proud of us. It's taken us three goes to get the intro. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's episode 10, so we should be pros by now. Yeah, but we're not. We are not. Rachel, what are we talking about today? We are talking about cosmic compatibility. Exactly. So you guys are probably all at home um, wishing you were loved up. uh, Yeah. You know, with has anybody got a quarantine romance? That's anybody have a quarantine boo? Oh yeah, I'm in the countryside. There are no, there are no fish here. I have to say, Bumble scene. is popping. Yeah, bro, you've been on, you've been on some virtual dates, haven't you? I did go on a virtual date. Yeah, not yeah. some. I didn't go on several. Oh, I don't wow. know. What do you think I am, an astro slut? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. But I have to say, what happened on that date within the first five minutes? Um, I got their birth information. Way nice. So fun. But I, I do I do highly recommend uh I mean why not? Like you have time at home if if you're not, you know, key working. Um you have time at home, you might as well mm-hmm. Yeah, we meet are some we people. are here as long as it's socially distant and safe, we are here for the quarantine romances. One hundred percent. One hundred but like stay safe, kids. Stay stay safe. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh so what's your internal weather today, Rahel? Oh my god, I feel like this is hard because so like I'm just gonna preface this. Yesterday, my internal weather was literally like like sun is shining, I'm feeling full of vitamin D, I'm bouncing off the walls, mm-hmm. like high energy. Scorpio moon, full Scorpio moon. full moon was definitely there. And today is like the latter end of the full moon, so I feel quite um, come down. I feel like it's like. It's like, I don't know, I don't know what time of year, like the middle of spring, maybe, maybe early summer. And it's like 2.30 in the afternoon and you're at school and you're at, you're hitting that afternoon slump. Okay. That's not yes. really a weather. But no, 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 but it's like spring fever. Yeah, 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 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I'm super kind of like, oh, I just want to be outside because it's sunny and I feel tired and school is shit. Wow, sorry. I mean, if you want to leave the podcast, you can just okay, jump outside. Bye. Wow. No, I'm kidding. I'm wow. just, it's more it's more just the sleepiness. I feel like I'm in the afternoon I'm in the afternoon dip, but I've been mm-hmm. in it since I woke up at seven thirty. Amazing. Ooh, seven thirty steep. What's your internal weather? Uh it feels late to me. Like I know it's like bright as fuck, like midday right now, but it feels late. It feels uh, I'm kind of at like a 8 p.m. situation. I've been playing mm-hmm. a lot of Toontown, so I'm also like an 8 p.m. staring at a screen situation. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay. Um, and kind of like cloudy, but a little bit, you can see some stars peeking through in the night, which is, I think, okay. quite beautiful. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I want to just, just take a take an observation moment here to say that isn't it funny how we're in quarantine, we're mostly stuck inside, and our internal weathers were pretty much indoor. Yeah. <laughs> it's actual <laughs> internal weather. Yeah, it's, it's inside weather. Um, Amazing. Sick boy. Well, so we're talking about compatibility today. I'm so hyped for this. It's going to be so silly. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think it's going to be great. I think with compatibility, compatibility and astrology, I think it's quite interesting that most people kind of get into astrology for a lot of that reason because everybody's yeah trying to exactly find love it seems to be like the surface thing whenever whenever i because like I'm doing research for this episode whenever i type in astrology or astrology and love or astrology and compatibility 
it's so hard to find genuine information about it because there's so many pages that are like who are you most compatible with like which zodiac sign and all this stuff i was just like whoa exactly it's very surface level yeah because also i feel like i didn't i've never used it for that no and but i do think that when you have the tools to look at kind of the aspects which we'll kind of go through Mm. a little bit but when you have the tools i'm sure everybody at home is going to be looking at their chart plus their crush i'm sure yeah yeah, I'm sure. because that's we've done classic. it. We've done it. One hundred percent. It's not like definitely. the first thing that I look at at all, but definitely if you're into someone and you're like, hmm, that could be a potential life partner. Mm. Uh, and I like how I'm a Taurus, so I say life partner instead of just like a fling. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> commitment all the way. Deeply monogamous. <laughs> uh, you know, and you look up, you look up their chart. You look up your mm. chart. You look at how you're compatible. A lot of things say that you're just not, and then you're like all sad about it. And then you, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it feels like a good. Imp- this is a good maybe point to preface that like remember astrology isn't everything like we like to use it to interpret and understand things but it's not the be all and end all of knowledge so like yeah if you if you have been looking at your you and your partner your significant other's charts your crush's charts and they don't seem to line up don't worry about it because and we'll get onto this but lots yeah. of people talk about like if you already have an emotional connection with someone then like that's okay and we and can defy exactly. the stars Exactly. And there's there's that. And there's also a lot of uh, websites and maybe interpretations and astrologers might shut down certain uh, certain blends of signs, whereas mm. really it's not it's not that they're not harmonious. It's that they just have challenging aspects. But with every relationship, you have to work to make it work. hundred percent. Look at us giving relationship advice. Two single bitches. <laughs> Two single bitches giving relationship advice. Hell yeah. yeah. Excellent. Excellent. So shall we start off today by doing a shitty compatibility quiz? Yes. Yes. We've also talked about uh, in a previous episode, I think it was our Venus episode. We talked, I just, I think I asked uh, what sign you like the best or so far have like, oh, yeah, got yeah, yeah, most. yeah. And I'm, I'm all about fire signs, but obviously like, that's quite shallow you can go anywhere with that but I love love a good fire sign mm-hmm. uh, and then- I was actually thinking I was thinking about this the other day and I was thinking about me and fire signs and I feel like because I've been deeply traumatized by particularly one fire sign I'm just like I'm <laughs> just like, like no. I cannot do it I'm like but, no uh that is what a reason to do it to yeah, show yourself so true. that it's not all fire signs. Exactly. Just like it's not just all men. <laughs> <laughs> not all men are toxic. Oh, um, <laughs> amazing. So we found this we found this excellent what zodiac sign are you most compatible with quiz? I'm so excited. Should we, should we walk through it briefly? Yes. The first question Are you clingy in relationships? There's four answers. I'm clingy when I'm scared. I'm fairly hands off. I am kind of clingy. I'm a creature of space. Hmm. hmm. <laughs> I feel like I'm trying to, I'm, am I trying to convince myself I'm not? Or yeah, am too, I just too. not? <laughs> Literally the same. I was reading it and I was like, should I put kind of clingy? But, then, <laughs> but the thing is like, it's not clingy. For me, it's not clingy out of insecurity. It's clingy no. because when I find someone, I like to, I, I like them so much that I want to be around them all the time. Hmm. Hmm. I'm gonna go for fairly hands off just because I'm just like I don't know. Uh, I'm gonna say I'm kind of clingy. Nice. Okay, next question: Are you more dominant or submissive in relationships? I'm more submissive. It depends on the subject. 
I'm on the dominant side or I take turns with my partner. This is a tough one. I would say it depends on the subject. 100%. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Next question. Which zodiac sign do you like the most? And it's Libra, Virgo, Pisces and Taurus. I'm like, I just like Tauruses. I like myself. Fire signs. (laughs) (laughs) Audrey's well upset. Um, Oh. It's either Pisces or Taurus, but that's just because that's me. <laughs> yeah. But then I was also like, oh, I like Virgos. Virgos I like Libras too. Libras are, are uh, freaky. <laughs> I find this so funny because my dad's a Libra. And so oh, the idea Nick of my dad freaky. being <laughs> Nick's freaky. <laughs> well, Libras and Scorpios are sluts. That's what we know from, from okay. this podcast. Dad, you've been exposed if you're listening. <laughs> Nick. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, I'm going to go Pisces because I feel like I shouldn't go for Taurus because that's us. Yeah, but <laughs> oh, I, honestly, I might go for Libra. I like excitement. Okay, not necessarily freakiness, but I like excitement. You know. All right, go on. Mm-hmm. Do you check your horoscope? I never check it. I check it every day. I check it when I want to know something. I check it once in a while. I would say I check it when I want to know something. I check it once in a while. Which element are you like in the bedroom? <laughs> <laughs> no i hate this my grandma and my mom and my dad listen just just expose yourself audrey there's nothing wrong with it earth (laughs) (laughs) that was so quick yeah that was so quick i'm definitely water oh oh do you kiss on the first date it depends on the date i haven't had a date in a while i always try i like to wait it depends on the date yeah it depends on the date yeah what also if it's just, just like a little flingy fling yeah also like i'm i'm kind of offended by i haven't had a date in a while it's like that doesn't mean that you don't know <laughs> i haven't had a date in a while i still know uh rachel get on those virtual dots what trait is most appealing in others confidence intelligence sense of adventure or compassion um for me ooh, i mean they're all in they're all great yeah I, I have to say uh I don't want to say intelligence because I feel like that makes me sound like such a dick I don't all of them make me sound like a dick I'm gonna say confidence because it's true okay I'm gonna go for intelligence Woo-hoo. what do you do at parties I like to hold up the walls I like to meet people I like to drink I like to shake my groove Ooh, thing. shake my groove thing yeah hundy shake my groove thing what is your best quality I'm reliable I'm a lot of fun I'm down to earth. I'm the thoughtful type. Again, I'm a lot of these things. I think I'm all of these things. Yeah, we know, Rachel. We're both great, okay? (laughs) I think I'd want it to be that I'm thoughtful because I think I'm really thoughtful, but I think it'd be that I'm reliable. Oh my God. So I want it to be I'm a lot of fun, but I think I'm down to earth. Yeah, yeah, okay. (laughs) Wow. Uh, Are you easily angered? I'm not easily angered. We all have our moments. I am about certain things. I'm kind of a hothead. Now, this is really interesting for me personally because I get angry quite easily, but I have quite a complicated relationship with anger and so I don't express it. Yeah, it comes out in other ways, bitch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I would, for me, I would say I am about certain things. It's not really that I'm angry, but I'm quite passionate yeah okay okay i'm gonna go for that i wouldn't call myself a hothead would you call me a hot no no great 
How many long-term <laughs> relationships have you had? Have you a- read the answers? That's so funny. Wait, what? So the answers are a couple, many, <laughs> one, and not enough. <laughs> um, I've had one. I've, I've had none, but I don't want to say not enough. Not That's enough. not the feeling. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> the next question what is your current relationship status married happy searching confusing i would i'm happy i'm happy as well <laughs> are you touchy-feely i am with certain people i don't like to be touched by strangers i'm really touchy-feely i am with my partner i'm really touchy-feely um <laughs> i am with my partner <laughs> <laughs> and I have no partner, so. <laughs> Except me. Ooh. Uh, do you believe in soulmates? I've met my soulmate. I don't rule it out. I don't believe in it. I keep hoping. I don't rule it out. I don't rule I'm it like, out. Mm-hmm. And I, I also don't believe that there's only just one. Handy P. Uh, I think you are one of my soulmates. Yeah, same. Cool. Oh, cute. Cute. How do you feel about cuddling? <laughs> <laughs> it's usually too hot. Uh, I don't like to do it in public. I love cuddling. It's great after sex. Um, I don't like to do it in public. Rachel, you're and I love cuddling. One. That's you. But I... Come on. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but, I, but I'm also like someone who's like, it's usually too hot, especially in bed. Yeah, but do oh. you still love it? Do you still do it? Yeah, a bit. <laughs> Yeah, a bit, a tiny bit. A tiny bit. Teeny tiny cuddle. <laughs> what sort of engagement ring is the prettiest? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus no one says Christ. anything. No one said anything about engagement rings. Marquee cuts are the prettiest. Princess cut rings are prettiest. My engagement ring is the prettiest. No of all. one said anything about, engagement, about engagement rings. rings. Suck my dick. Oh. Okay, I got mine. And I'm <laughs> not kidding you. It's not surprising. What is it? What's yours? Mine's Capricorn. Mine's Leo. Oh, of course it is. <laughs> you know I wanted a fire sign. <laughs> that's yeah. so funny. Um, that's okay. Are you happy with Capricorn? Yeah, I I wasn't expecting it, but I'm like, yeah, that. Makes I mean, sense. I could see it with the, with Capricorn. I could totally yeah. see it because I do like stability. I like exactly. people who are just like you like honesty, stability. You like it just like on the open, super upfront, but also yeah, grounded. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. And exactly. I like it messy, confusing. <laughs> <laughs> no, you like it fun and you like, like spontaneity, you know? Yeah, it's true. So I actually did a bit of research when we started looking at compatibility and I wondered where it came from. Like, when did astrology become interested in it? And so I've done a little history of compatibility and astrology for you. Amazing. I'm okay. excited. Yeah, so, tell me. The the study of like relationships in astrology is also called synastry because um, there are different there are different parts of astrology that you can look at. Um, so like natal astrology, and then there's um, horacy. I think it's I think you say horacy, which is horoscopes. So like pre- predictions, future questions, yeah. those kind of things. Um, in uh, kind of Western and then Hellenistic as a kind of uh influence on western astrology there's very little written about when we became interested in it um and there's no pinpoint when we began to focus on it but it's definitely recently this is likely because marriage and all of that and relationships were tactical rather than for 
for love or for emotional like connection um like the idea of having happiness the idea of happiness being the ideal part of a companionship is relatively new and also particularly for women and that was a big thing i came across is like compatibility didn't exist in astrology because nobody cared what a woman felt we love Mm. that we love the patriarchal misogyny Mm. Mm, delicious Um, delicious um the other reason why we probably don't know when we started doing it is because of uh the survival the lack of survival of documents of the time like historic astrological documents don't really last um but in vedic astrology um so hindu hinduism and indian astrology there it's actually used in a very specific really unique way which is really interesting so um a lot of focus and we'll go into we're going to go into in western astrology how you can kind of look at compatibility and stuff but in vedic astrology they focus on the ascendant sign of a couple um of two people and then there are 14 other aspects that they look at that help find out if you're a positive and an auspicious union which I found really interesting and they all have specific names they were quite interesting so there's some of them are Savannah which is spiritual development and obedience and Stri which is service to husband and I was like this is hilarious because it's just it's so so much like heteronormative patriarchal don't worry we'll get back to that as well yeah um but what I found interesting about the Vedic approach to compatibility is it's very, very mathematical and they literally, they work it out with numbers and there's kind of all this stuff and it's used, it's only really relevant to arranged marriage, which in um, in uh, Hindu culture and in Indian culture is quite common and was quite common. Um, with And then there's there was this kind of thing about how with a marriage of love, the minds are already paired, so they didn't bother, which was quite funny. Um, and then in Chinese astrology, it's much the same as Western, but you have to remember that the signs are different and refer to different animals and elements. But it's kind of the same process. Amazing. Super cool. Mm. Um, so when it comes to compatibility, what are the kind of, I guess, more superficial overview of what you look at, at in terms of planets? So... On a, on a very, very superficial level, and what you will mostly come across if you type in like astrology compatibility, like which sign, people will just look at sun sign. It's like, again, like the thing of when you look first start looking at astrology, you're only really focused on your sun sign. But actually, you need to, in terms of looking at compatibility, it's a lot more to do with the personal planets as a whole. So particularly the moon, Venus and Mars. So you've got to think about it like um, Venus being the planet of kind of love, romance, pleasure, Mars being about sexuality and conflict and how those two things sit together. And the moon as the inner emotional self. And then the other thing I came across was Eros, which is an asteroid, which you can also get a reading on, but it's a bit more difficult then it's not as easy to pinpoint as other planets in your chart but eros is meant to as a as a position is meant to dictate our kind of erotic nature as well so our kind of turn-ons and turn-offs and stuff like that kinks kinks and those kind of things and eros was the roman god of sex and desire and he was apparently irresistible and i was like of course he was a man of course they were going to talk about him like that um but one of the things that i came across was that astrologers often compare your your venus or mars with your partner's visa venus or mars um and how those two things sit together and there's actually on 
I think it's Cafe Astrology or Cafe Astro, whatever it's called. There's a really useful, again, very superficial, but there's a grid where you can look at and compare your your Mars or Venus placement with your partners to mm-hmm. discover. And then they have like a vague, a very superficial understanding of what those correlations might mean. Yeah. Yeah. Sick. But it's important. It's really important to balance the kind of love romance emotional side with the sexual side as well because those mm-hmm. two things do sit together and are quite important depending on the kind of relationship you have and who you are and what you're interested in yeah that's why they kind of look at venus and mars and like we talked about in our venus episode it's interesting how um historically astrologers have looked at only the venus sign being uh, important for women and then and the mars being important for men and yeah, how definitely. obviously that's complete and utter bullshit mm. and uh and how they can sit together and also how we obviously know that masculine and feminine energies reside in all of us yeah exactly so in a bit more uh i guess a tiny bit more depth mm. with compatibility uh one thing i want to say is that there's no one sign that you are just automatically not compatible with. Oh, yeah, yeah. And because a lot of people will, will claim there's a sign. And I like to do it for fun. I'm like, ew, fuck Scorpios, you know? like Yeah, 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 yeah. It's fun, right? But it's not actually true. Uh, and also, it's not... You, you can find love with any sign. And also, uh, in polyamorous terms, you can find love with multiple signs. signs. And multiple yeah. people. Yeah. So... Uh, Basically, what you look at for more in-depth kind of compatibility between charts is interchart aspects, which okay. is so the distance between each sign forms an angle, which is an aspect, right? Mm-hmm. And there's sever- seven major aspects and each carry their own type of energy. So they can be harmonious or challenging, as I kind of said earlier. Okay. Uh, it doesn't mean that it can't work, but it means that sometimes the challenging ones, you'll, you might have to work or have to communicate in a certain way or okay, yeah, learn yeah. right mm. um so that's why people can grow with each other yeah so for example uh i mean the thing is when it comes to compatibility it's looking at your relationship with not only um a lover or a potential lover but also looking at them as a friend and looking at them as a person in your life so for example any you can look at tons of different aspects but uh sun to sun inter aspects there's mm. that, that that's that's kind of an easy one to think about because obviously there's tons and you can check on the cafe astrology as well yeah inter chart aspects uh sun to sun sun to moon sun to mercury sun to venus sun, and then it goes moon to venus moon to mars moon, you know all of them mm. and so sun to sun inter aspects would be something like if um if my son's in taurus and uh potential partner's sign is in pisces their sun sign then basically you can check under um under the aspect so they're two signs apart meaning it makes a sextile okay ah okay so taurus and then it goes um aries and pisces right so it's just two signs so that means Mm -hmm. it forms a sextile so the inter the interchart aspect is a sextile between sun and sun Ah, uh, okay okay yeah and so then you can look at what that means energy wise so say maybe your sun is conjunct sun so you're in taurus i'm in taurus both of our suns are in taurus meaning our sun signs are conjunct okay this means that your overall characteristics and energies are 
quite similar. Mm. You might strongly identify with each other and are very much alike in quite important fundamental ways. And mm-hmm. it's easy for you to be together because you don't have to explain yourselves. So okay. you just kind of get it. Yeah. <laughs> because you're the same incredibly sign. Incredibly true. Exactly. So you can look at that with all of all of different signs. So same with like sun in opposition to sun. So uh another example would be say your son's in aquarius the opposite of aquarius is leo Mm. so say there's someone in leo now opposite doesn't actually mean that like it's not good you know opposites attract right yeah yeah. so although you guys have basic differences in personalities there's some kind of attraction and intrigue there Mm. Uh, and also means that it's not boring because you're so fundamentally different different yeah that's cool the attraction yeah so you can look at tons of, oh my God, it's like almost endless the way that you can look at that and the way that you can see how you get along with people. Mm. Another thing I wanted to bring up was um, looking at Mercury signs and obviously Mercury is communication and that's like underestimated role in uh, yeah, relationships. Yeah, it's deeply fundamental for relationships, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I had a recent revelation because I was talking to my mom and I was like, I, in the past few weeks have been able to whether it's watching people on youtube whether it's talking to people whatever it is i can guess people's mercury elements oh and that's another thing so elements um if they're compatible elements it means that they're within the same kind of like little buddy ship so yeah. you have like earth and water is together because they're the mm-hmm. feminine elements then you have air and fire the masculine ele- elements yeah and so mercury signs i've noticed i without um guessing people's like suns or stuff i tend to be able to guess their mercury whoa it's really like i dude it's strange but start trying to do it because it's actually really fun Uh, because it's not like you're guessing their sign you don't have to guess their sign but guessing their element because i think it might just be because i'm really really sensitive to people Mm. but i the way that they interact or talk changes the way that i express yeah so and that's how i can find out Mm. and so when somebody's expressing in a very earthy way i feel that and i go boom that's definitely an earth sign yeah 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 uh same with fire i know fire 100 percent. yeah i can tell fire in an instant uh and most likely you'll be able to tell at least if it's like a fire or air maybe Mm. not in between them but at least if it's in that section or section okay Oh, yeah. I'm totally going to do that. That sounds fun. It's really fun. Like next time you're talking to someone or uh, watching a YouTube video, like mm. see how someone expresses and definitely oh. like check. Nice. Um, another thing that seems quite important in kind of more advanced compatibility and synastry mm. uh, is the lunar nodes. So the north and south nodes, okay. which we all have in our charts. Uh, so they represent connection, bonding, magnetism, opposites. Okay. Uh, they basically it's essential to reveal how two people bond and what they can learn from each other in like a really like strong strong way so it's the magnetic force um and it doesn't really mean it's either bad or good uh but it also isn't always comfortable so you can see if things are going to be kind of comfortable or not okay that's interesting exactly because as we know like magnetism happens people are drawn to each other that are so so not right for each, to each other. other yeah and and it we've been there exactly and there's so many painful relationships that come out of that but then why would you have gone there in the first place ah because you have a really clear magnetism yeah yeah um so there's that and then another kind of advanced thing which is like a whole other layer on top which we're not going to apply today which is um, advanced transposed houses. Oh so it's gosh. when you overlay your partner's chart over yours. Ah, um, okay, yeah. Which is kind of like chart sex. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Charts getting down and dirty. 
Yeah. Uh, so basically, they, there's less importance that's placed on the zodiac sign. There's more importance placed on the planetary energies. Mm-hmm. So this technique uh, shows what effect your partner has on you on a daily basis so it's kind of like day-to-day horoscope readings but it's with a fixed chart because your partner's chart is fixed and doesn't Mm -hmm. change day to day uh so for instance where your sun falls indicates where you bring light and illumination and joy to your partner so if your son nice yeah so if your son falls in your partner's 10th house it means that you probably have a very important role to play in their ambitions oh mate that is so cool yeah i feel like we just went from like gcse astrology to a level (laughs) astrology and i'm really happy about it i know it's 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 really really interesting and then you know so that's one example Mm. and then say your moon this could go with sun moon this can go with a ton of different things but say your moon is in their second house this means they may rely on you for emotional and financial security okay yeah right and similarly if if your moon is in their fifth house they may rely on you for the fun creative spontaneous modes of life okay okay oh that's so interesting yeah so I know. And Whoa. so so it's it's if you really want to get deep, then you have to kind of check out the whole thing. Mm. And it's all about the dynamics because you might have really favorable things and then really challenging things. Yeah. And so, again, it's not to say whether you're going to yes, 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 work with a person or no, 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 don't work with a person. But uh, seeing how they all collide, seeing if it's right timing, seeing if you have shared um, shared or not shared experiences and how yeah. your, your childhood and how you grew up fits into that as well Mm. um oh my god all of it uh one more thing i have to say Uh is uh so i was on this website and it was like astro seduction and i'm like oh what's this Mm -hmm. so i clicked on it (laughs) what is it so there's this like little chart and it's like pointing you to like um you know the the art of seduction and shit whatever the fuck oh yeah which and then there's a little chart thing that says for women only and then for men only the women only is highlighted in pink the men only is highlighted in blue uh and i'm just gonna read to you what it says um so for women only (laughs) also learn the love triggers of the male mind to attract and keep him for the long term if you want to seduce a man, we hereby reveal two priceless tips that you should use aside from our astrology seduction tips. One, wear something stunning. And two, smile. No, why is this happening? <laughs> oh my god, that's horrible. It's so fucking sexist and heteronormative and awful. Oh, I think that is the one thing I've really discovered researching for this episode is like astrology is incredibly heteronormative anyway Mm -hmm. but when it comes to compatibility it's like next level and it's just incredibly incredibly deeply engraved internalized misogyny like it's so so abundantly clear and so so triggering yeah it it is so triggering so incredibly triggering i was bold to smile yeah Um, bitch to seduce a man you gotta smile oh god (laughs) like i even came across this thing on on cafe astrology that was like what a man likes in a woman what a woman likes in a man and i was like no why is this happening and you know what it is it like it feeds to people who who are probably so 
deeply insecure mm. which is really sad and yeah. so deeply insecure and just looking for something looking for love in any type of way and so but then it's it, the issue is you find it in all these archaic forms rather than just like acceptance self-love self-healing yeah exactly you know exactly uh oh yeah and then the men only one was hysterical so it was you know pointing to the step-by-step science seduction system oh yeah uh, and then <laughs> and then <laughs> Oh, no. It says, aside from our astrology seduction techniques, a gentle massage can can be one of the best ways to, to seduce women. What? And last, last but not least, never forget that, quote, girls just want to have fun. <laughs> oh, my God. That's terrible. Oh, God. Oh, it's reading this kind of shit that literally right after I read that, I was like, well, I'm not getting information from this website. Yeah, it's like, bye. <laughs> Oh, so, uh, so, so friends, don't go to Astro Seduction. Oh my no. God, that's terrible. No, I really, I... really hope as we as we learn and as we keep doing this that we can really ground our astrology and hopefully some of you guys, some of our listeners' astrology, in like being very much queered, very much decolonialized, like like just outside of this complete narrative that astrology is only for like monogamous heteronormative white couples do you know what i mean like yeah oh fuck this it's it's really it it is quite disheartening to read but then i'm just like you know what we're fucking changing that yeah because it's so stupid um oh that's so much i know know. but you know what we're gonna move on because i okay rachel you're my best friend so yes i um it's true, as you said earlier, you haven't been on many dates recently. <laughs> no, I haven't. Um, we we have been in quarantine. This is true, but um, I I was thinking maybe let's have you dip your toes a little bit oh, into uh, some love life. Are we going on some dates? Yeah, so <gasps> I'm thinking let's, uh, this is a little blind chart dating show. Oh my God, amazing. I have four charts that I have attached in the document, oh our shared God. document. Now I don't have all the birth times, so we're only we're not gonna do the ascendant or the okay. houses. Okay. So we're just gonna do the the personal and outer social planets. Stuff. Okay. So, uh, just so you know, mm. the I, I'm like the rules of the game. I don't even fucking know what the rules of the game are, but <laughs> there's four bachelorettes. This now this is outside of gender. So I'm just saying bachelorettes because I like it. Okay. Um, so there's four bachelorettes. Uh, bachelorette number one bachelorette number two amazing. bachelorette number three amazing. and bachelorette number four mm-hmm. so all of them are artists slash entertainers Ama- oh. <laughs> uh, because because i wanted them to be semi-household names so that the viewers at home can maybe guess as, as well okay or, great yeah think about we have a, we and- have a very niche set of knowledge about yes experimental avant-garde artists they're not exactly experimental avant-garde okay Um, okay they're they're a bit more household name (laughs) okay Uh, okay. and also i don't think the aim is necessarily that you have to guess who they are at all okay the aim is to figure out who you would be best with okay okay. who you would want to (laughs) um fuck marry and not kill Okay. okay right so uh we're gonna talk it out Amazing. I will give you basic information. Like, I'll give you maybe occupation. Okay. Right? Uh, and then I, I'm not going to give gender away. And 
Yeah, let's, shall we get rolling? Shall I do a little introduction? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. So, Rachel, <laughs> Bachelorette number one has oh their God. sun in Libra, mm-hmm. their moon in Gemini, Ooh. their Mercury Scorpio, Venus Scorpio, Mars Cancer, and then a whole bunch of other planets. <laughs> we'll deal with those later. Okay. Hmm. And Bachelorette number one, I have to say, is in the entertainment industry. Can you define entertainment industry? A a performer in the digital entertainment industry. Okay, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Movies and TV. Okay, thank you. (laughs) um, Because I was like, uh, is that circus? They're an actor. They're a fucking actor. Okay, Okay, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So, and... uh, Initial initial thought. Give me one word. Okay. Um. That that's a lot of Scorpio energy, particularly okay. uh, particularly in two very significant places. Rachel, in... I said one word. Thank you. Oh, sorry. We're gonna move on. <laughs> we'll go back. Don't worry. Okay. You get a little taste of each. So, <laughs> Bachelorette number two Ooh. has their Sun in Aquarius, their Moon in Libra, their Mercury in Pisces. Venus, Aquarius, Mars, Aquarius, and then all these other ones. <laughs> now, the occupation of this bachelorette number two is a musician. Oh, uh, obvious. Oh, sorry, okay. that was a bit that was the, No, that was the one word. I like it. <laughs> okay. okay, moving on to bachelorette number three. Oh. Sun in Taurus, Moon in Aries, Mercury in Taurus, Venus, Pisces, Mars, Pisces, Jupiter, Cancer, and a lot of others. Now, the occupation is also an actor or actress, but I'm saying actor as non-gendered. Yeah. Um, One word. I'm trying to think of the right word to express how I feel. I'm just like, I'm like, I'm curious. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, bachelorette number four. <laughs> Sun in Leo. Moon in Cancer. Mercury in Virgo. Venus in Leo. Mars Libra. Jupiter Sag. And a lot of others. Now, bachelorette number four is also a musician. We got two musicians and two actors. Interesting. Oh, I feel like I'm so judgmental about Leos. Okay, judgmental. That's the first, <laughs> that's the word for number four. Amazing. So, shall we move back to number one? Sure. Um, how do you feel about Libra Sun? Okay, so I maybe... Oh, God, this sounds a bit weird. But because I think my dad's a Libra, I know... I very much know what that's like. And I, I, I'm, I'm, I my dad and I get on really well as people. You're into like, daddies, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm fucking kidding. It's me. Um, I, got in, I was, like, trying not to make it weird. And you just took <laughs> but it But I caught on. Yeah. But, yeah, so, like, I like Libras. All the Libras I know I like. They're all fun people. Amazing. Um, um, are you okay with them being slutty? See, this is the thing. I don't I don't know any Libras who are slutty. So I find this a difficult judgment. Rachel, but if your father. <laughs> <laughs> when he listens to this, he's going to be so disappointed in I you. Know, I know. I'm sorry, Nick. <laughs> um, but, but if we are going to generalize and we are going to say that Libras are all slutty, I would 
I, I have no no shade towards that. You do you, but I think I would find that quite difficult if they were a partner of mine. Okay. Now I have to say I'm making a little bit of a. Their Venus being mm. in Scorpio also points to sluttiness. Oh, interesting. But yeah, I, I did wonder. I wondered what that means. Yeah, I don't think it necessarily points to. So when I say sluttiness, there's no judgment here. I love sluts, but <laughs> the host is getting freaky. <laughs> um, but uh, Scorpio and Libra, they're known to be freaky. They're known to be slutties, mm. and they're also known to be like sexually intense, or like Tense, maybe yeah. probably have like quite a raw sexual energy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So. I also know as a Scorpio ascendant, I know that Scorpios in any placement can be quite jealous and jealousy can be something mm-hmm. that comes up a lot. And I feel like a Venus in Scorpio, me being quite a jealous person and then probably being with someone who romantically holds maybe some jealous tendencies, again, would find that quite difficult. But your Venus oh. is in Pisces, which is a compatible uh, water sign because scorpio yeah, yeah, yeah. venus as well yeah because so. that was the other that was my first thought was oh mars scorpio no mars venus and mercury are all water signs mm-hmm. you know which also just points to lots of creativity as we know yeah hundy p hundy p so like i'm curious okay oh okay. but the, the other thing i wondered is about gemini moon gemini's yeah. being stereotypically two-faced hoes yeah what does that mean for a moon sign does that mean they're like changeable that means that they their moods can sometimes probably seem a bit mood swingy. So you oh. may be like, whoa, what's happening? That doesn't necessarily mean it is, but um, it just means that they might not express exactly what's going on all the time. So okay. that maybe it can be a bit confusing emotionally. Okay. Um, however obviously we love love a good air because it's it's quite compatible with the libra sun as well so if you think Mm. about like they're probably quite social and communicative yeah 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 and probably quite intellectual then as well yeah and gemini being quite intellectual too Mm. now i'm looking at the mercury scorpio don't know what that means about that expression of that emotion yeah yeah that's true that's true Hmm. scorpios are fucking weird um should we move on Audrey has been debtor against all Scorpios in any placement at any yeah. time yeah yeah so like I'm number one I'm like I'm kind of curious I have some reservations about air and like mm-hmm. and especially with the with Gemini moon because I'm kind of like if you're not someone who's always going to be kind of transparent or try and work out how you feel I'm going to find that difficult because I like everyone's cards on the table yep yeah yeah yeah, okay. yeah. I feel you so bachelorette number two <laughs> we mm-hmm. got that sun aquarius that moon libra mm. Ooh, and we have more air this is double air again yeah this is mucho air wow how do you feel that's a lot of air it's a that lot of a aquarius lot of it's a lot of aquarius yeah and doesn't yeah. your mom have a lot of aquarius yeah mm. i'm pretty sure you told me she has a like fair- a shit ton she has she has quite a bit but her moon is in taurus so okay. like my mom is emotionally very grounded mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm yeah um i feel like that's a yeah that's a lot of air with also a pisces communicator so you know this person's probably extremely creative and probably quite Mm. eccentric because because aquarius is that little rebellious quirky little bitch right so especially with a little pisces in there they're definitely they're big dreamers then too yeah um how do you feel about someone that may might upstage you with your little conservative dressing (laughs) 
What is in there going to be sluttier dress than Not I am? Not necessarily sluttier, but like maybe quirkier. <laughs> How do you feel about that? I feel like the the tourist bit of me is like, yeah, that's fine. I don't really care. And then the Scorpio ascendant is like, oh no, no one can be quirkier <laughs> than me. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. But I, but I don't. Does that bother me with people? Maybe. Maybe. But then I feel like I've, I've, <laughs> this is so self-absorbed. But I feel, and you probably feel this at school. I was one of, I was very quirky. I was one of the quirky people. I'm sure you felt maybe same. the same. And then you go to drama school, <laughs> and everyone, every, everyone was the quirkiest person, and so you kind of have an ego death anyway. Mm. I mean, I didn't, but I, I, I respect that. Oh fuck's sake! <laughs> I respect that. Uh, is there anything else you're seeing with this, with this bad boy? Um, no, I'm, I'm less sure about number two. Okay, okay, but you're gonna rank over number one, number two. You pick number one so far. I'd pick number one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Moving I feel on. like we just get on better. We'd understand each other better. Yeah. Moving on to Bachelorette number three. <laughs> Sun and Taurus, Moon and Aries, Mercury, Taurus, Venus, Mars, Pisces, and Jupiter, Cancer. What about? What are you thinking? I would get on with this person so well. So I knew you were going to say that because they have a similar chart to me. Yeah. <laughs> that was my thought. I was like, wait, oh no, it's not Audrey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I have yeah. to say, no, actually, I don't want to give that away. No, keep talking. Oh, I want to know now. Okay. Completely different year, but they happen to have the same birthday as me. Oh, that's interesting. That is interesting. Yeah. Remember, I think it's also number three is uh, an actor. Okay, that's interesting. I think also knowing when your birthday is, Audrey's birthday is April 23rd, which is quite near the cusp as well with Aries. So their sun is Taurus, but they're kind of like a, yeah, maybe a cuspy. So that's quite a lot of Aries energy, but I kind of enjoy that. I enjoy people who are Mm -hmm. like for themselves. Mm -hmm. I value that a lot. And I feel like with a moon Aries placement, you would probably have a lot of that emotionally, like a lot of self-value. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably lots of confidence, but also think about Aries moon. Mm. Wait, wait, what do you mean? I don't know. Compared to your your little Cancer Moon, Aries oh, Moon yeah, is probably rough and harsh. That's that's <laughs> true. That is so true. I would cry all the time with this person. Yes, most likely. Yeah. But then also, having said that, their Venus and their Mars are Pisces. Mm-hmm. So like their their romantic, maybe their sexual side is is probably closer to mine. Mm-hmm. And also, them being a Sun Taurus and a Mercury Taurus communicator means they would probably understand me quite well, mm-hmm. even though I have I'm a cry baby. Mm-hmm. Yep, I feel that. I feel that. I, I'm gonna just. Um, I feel like number three is my my top 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 hit dog at right the now. Moment. Cool. It's because it's secretly it's like you. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's the thing. I almost didn't put it because I was like, this is too close to me. Because <laughs> uh, I I didn't I didn't look up someone with my birthday. I just found them and I was like, oh same birthday and and this person's an actor yes but i also have to say that all these people because i want to make this real uh they all what they do have in common is that they're all within an age range that you would find acceptable to date uh and they're a bit older than us they're all they're all within an age range all of these four bachelorettes so but they're all within an age range that we would find we would deem acceptable to date okay okay they're not like they're not like 62 no okay and which is okay i know yeah i'm just not into that i'm just not into that (laughs) um so uh, and they all some form or another are uk based 
and I'm pretty sure probably all London based, meaning I want to make this as real as possible so that you could potentially find this person. <laughs> well, and be like, my best friend and I have a podcast yeah. <laughs> and she set me up with you. <laughs> yeah. They all happen to be, okay. I'm pretty sure, London based. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Bachelorette number three. This is a little bit of a wild card because I know you're weird about Leos. Do you mean number four? Shit. Yes. Bachelorette <laughs> Sorry, number four. <laughs> Wow, this show's going downhill. <laughs> so, Sun and Leo, Moon and Cancer, Mercury, Virgo, Venus, Leo, Mars, Libra. How do we now, feel? There's something, there's something about... So, our moons are the same. I would worry that that would be... That would be too similar. I'm doing... I'm hitting my fingers together. That's the only way I can Are you saying it. too similar just because you don't like the sun? No, because actually... I don't I don't know why I have this thing against these because there's something about a Venus Leo placement that that I'm curious about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I also wonder would because they're perhaps more more adventurous like to be the center of attention and can be quite verbose like would I actually find that quite difficult? Mm. Cuz I like stability. Yeah. Yeah, there is there is that, but then there's also think about the communication style is in Virgo, so you do have someone mm. that's quite clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. honestly, I really wouldn't wouldn't be upset by the Moon in Cancer because I mean I'm a Moon in Pisces, uh, water sign moons. If you if you both have water sign moons and the same water sign moon, that means yeah, emotionally you, understand you would each really other. get it. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You just might have yeah. quite different fundamental essences or out mm. i feel like if i were in a in some kind of relationship partnership with this person they would probably be the much more outward um what's the word i'm looking for extroverted oh my god okay. that took me so long like maybe not that i'm not extrovert i'd say i'm pretty extroverted but they'd probably be a lot more mm-hmm. out in the world than i would be mm-hmm. and that cool. maybe i would feel like a stay-at-home wife i don't know yeah so um, I'm thinking you give your final remarks on each bachelorette and then would you like to pick one for a date? Okay, okay. So we all know who I'm going to pick. So number one, I'm like, I'm interested. Rachel, you're I'm supposed curious. to make it fun and exciting. Don't give it I'm away. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, number one, I'm like, yeah, I'm here for this. There's a lot of water there. I feel like we'd maybe get on. We'd have a good time. Um, might find it a bit difficult to understand each other. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah number two and I we, we are not gonna get on very well I don't think <laughs> I think we could communicate pretty well but I think understanding wise that would be hard mm-hmm. uh, number three is is a, a winner to me a and number four number four is a close second I'm kind of curious about number four okay but nice. it's gonna be number three because I like to date myself apparently Rachel you yeah, have would- won a date with Drum roll, please. <laughs> Dave Patel. Oh, he's excellent. hot. Yes, he he is a fit boy. Hell mm. yes. So you have yes. won a date with Dave Patel. Now I'm going to tell you the people you've missed out on. Okay, okay. Bachelorette number one was Shuti Gatwa from Sex Education. Oh, what? <laughs> number two is harry styles from one direction yeah i don't think we would get on i <laughs> no. listen to his music we wouldn't get on <laughs> number three was dave patel as i said and mm. number four bachelorette number four was dua lipa 
Oh, yeah, I I think I would get on with doing it. Yeah, I think you'd fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> um, yeah, 100p. Oh, I feel bad. <laughs> Why do you feel bad? Because you chose someone like me? <laughs> yeah, because I chose myself. But honestly, I'm I'm pretty happy with Dev Patel. He's a great guy. Honestly, would have like, been my choice. And look at his eyes. He just looks so nice. I can't believe he was born on the same day as you. That's excellent. I know. And within age range. And I like his flyaway hair. Yeah. <laughs> I knew you would. <laughs> yeah. Did you, which one did you think I would go for? I, I assumed Dave Patel because of his birthday. Uh, I, that's why yeah. I almost didn't put it because I was like, shit, like it's a little too similar to both of our charts. And I know that you're not someone that's going to take a risk. And so, yeah. <laughs> so true. And so, so I was true. like, damn it, she's going to, but whatever, whatever. We're going to do this again sometime and I'm going to do wild cards. <laughs> Amazing. I'm going to do people that you hate yeah i almost did oh, but I, see yeah so so shooty i feel like i would get on with him but i couldn't i couldn't date him you know mm. but but that's that is someone with a lot of social and sexual energy yeah a hundred percent a hundred percent i think i would just i would find them like so much mm. but i would be totally in awe of them and i would love like like if you ever listen to this i would like to be your best friend thank you no offense Audrey you happen to choose someone with the most earth in their charts <laughs> no wonder you tourist bitch predictable <laughs> amazing that was so much fun I enjoyed that yeah, so I much yeah I did too I'm, I'm excited for your date um, thanks me too I'll let you know how it goes guys yeah <laughs> if you don't sure. like him send him over to me <laughs> I <you>. will <laughs> yeah so Audrey can date herself yep exactly should we do where are we ass yes where are you ass after this uh, um, exploration I'm pretty hungry um and I feel like I I I had so much fun doing this episode and I also definitely affirmed to myself I didn't discover it I just affirmed to myself that I just like people who are very similar to me <laughs> in terms of romantically I have I have a, I would like to affirm to everyone I have a very diverse set of wonderful friends may I speak one thing my my speak may speak one one thing wow i can't sure. speak <laughs> um you can try <laughs> i think it definitely affirmed to you that that's what you would like but i don't necessarily think that's what you should always just like go for because yes, as we talked about your experience is limited to assholes so <laughs> i think you should go out and find people and don't get scared off by fire signs completely don't get scared off by air completely. There's a lot to learn there. Okay, mom. That's all I have to say. Thanks, mom. And that's honestly to all of the listeners. Do not get scared off by the signs that you think you're not going to be compatible with. And I th- yeah, or the signs that you think are so dissimilar to you. Because mm-hmm. there's a lot to learn fr- by from people who are completely different to you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Preach. Where are you, ass Audrey? Where am I, ass? Yeah, I mean, like, I'm a little hungry, too. Um, but where am I ass in life? I oh yeah um, I didn't sorry I didn't even talk yeah, about yeah do you want to say where your ass in life um I'm oh, I'm having a lot of big big conversations in my brain about the future as in like the near future as in like the next few months mm-hmm. um which is really exciting it's kind of scary but not in a debilitating way yeah, yeah. sorry cool. you 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 jump on it bro um where am I ass yeah I feel really busy I feel really like sometimes very stressful or like stressed out and i want to just kind of like escape a little bit into video games um toontown and toontown and uh, <laughs> toontown rewritten add me uh my name is coco loco nut 
And so, uh, or if you want to play on Club Penguin with me, my name's Odd Daddy. Mm. <laughs> Anyways, um, so, <laughs> uh, yeah, in life, I mean, I kind of want to be outside, but then I'm getting lots of allergies. And then I'm like asking all these big existential questions, like why put me on this earth if I'm allergic to it? And then, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I need to finish applying for the master's that I'm applying to and just get that done. Whoop, whoop. which is exciting but just a lot going on yeah bro you got this mm. but well, my a really great episode yeah um my other where where are we at is i'm really excited to be reunited with you audrey me too we don't know when that's happening yet but i'm excited as well yeah me too all right everybody thank you so much for listening um don't forget to to subscribe rate us if you're on apple podcasts five stars please and thank you Ooh. um and let us know if you're li- listening. I'm at Rachel Elizabeth Coleman on Instagram. And I'm at Audrey Barvey on Instagram. And we're at AstrologyPod on Twitter, although we don't use our Twitter very much. We Which should we use should. it more. Yeah, we will use it. We'll work on that. All right, guys. See you in the future, but also time is a construct. Suck my ass. Bye. 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 Yeah.